Um, so yeah, on their next turns, they will be running away. But right. we can still stay in initiative if anyone wants to do anything else, combat-wise. No, uh, no, I'm good. I think she just about said everything it was to say. <laughs> I got you. Gonna have to teach me that. That's cool. <laughs> Ethla will haunt their shadows for the rest <laughs> of their days. <laughs> If we see you again, dears, we'll make sure to finish our jobs. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> All right. Congratulations. You have successfully intimidated away the dudes. <laughs> Goodbye, dudes. Bye-bye. Juliana just like... <sighs> <laughs> Juliana, do you, do you want to go back to sleep? Here, have some water, dear. <laughs> Thank you. My voice is very raw now. Yes, yes, I can imagine. By the way, uh, Thaumaturgy lasts for a minute was the thank you also in the booming voice. <laughs> it was a whispered one. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and Juliana like notices that, kind of pats her sternum on a little and and just kind of nods and gestures for the and gestures for the water. <laughs> <laughs> so that was neat. <laughs> it's been a very wearying couple of days and Jeliana hasn't been able to sleep well lately <laughs> would you like to go back to sleep dear <sighs> Jeliana shakes her head and just sort of sits down on her cot and slowly sips water and stares at the remains of the fire <laughs> <laughs> okay if you do go back to sleep you'll get your spell slots back yeah. <laughs> okay. So, okay. Yeah, I do like spell slots. I feel like it's my responsibility as DM to point out the good role playing. However, you did burn some spells. <laughs> I do like spell slots. Yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna stare at the fire for a while. And after I've like, after like this whole thing is worn off, after Thaumaturgy's worn down, I'm like, yeah, actually, you know what? I am, I am gonna just stare at my pillow for a while. <laughs> I thought that might be the case, dear. And then, as she's sitting on the cot, she just sort of sets down the glass and then just sort of tilts over. <laughs> and collapses. <laughs> and at that point, Alana turns to the, to the remaining people who are awake and says, so I didn't know she could do that. Did you know she could do that? No. Uh, do which bit? <laughs> no. The um the 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 screaming with the voice of the gods and making people run away. Um, I had never seen her do it before, but I was not shocked. I would say. Okay. <laughs> no, I've never seen anything like that in my short life. It's quite impressive. <laughs> We're gonna finish the long rest here. Um, so everyone who lost hit points, you're back up to full. Everyone who burned spell slots, uh, back up to full. The rest of the night passes without incident, and the next morning, uh, you guys are free to continue. You know what? Juliana wakes up just feeling well-rested, refreshed. <laughs> it's a very cathartic evening she had. Yeah, she got a lot out of her system. <laughs> Good. <sighs> okay, so uh, you guys head out the next morning? Indeed. Yeah, okay. How far away is this? is this beacon or what have you? Like, how do you know where we're going? There was a scrying dish in the captain's quarters. We're about half a day away. Yeah, okay. Th those are words that I understand. <laughs> <laughs>
Listen, I know this is all really confusing, but once we get the Helm's Master back, we'll be leaving this planet and we will be out of your hair and you won't have to bother with this ever again. That's 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 fine, my dear. We are we are simply here to help you. Um because you stumbled out of the forest injured and we are helpers. Yeah, I'm not a hundred percent on that. Look, Athla's will works in mysterious ways. <laughs> if there's one thing I've figured out in the past couple of weeks, Athla's will works in mysterious ways. <laughs> she just kind of raises an eyebrow at you. <laughs> okay, look, that's what I tell myself. <laughs> Elviva. Yes, yes. I am wondering, so you come from the forest. Where did you stay in the forest? Where exactly do you come from? I really don't know my background. I, I've been living in the forest that's over near that, you know, that town we left. Yeah. Uh, I've been living there all my life that I can remember. Oh, I see. So you don't remember anything of your past? No, but I have very vague images of a very traumatic experience when a caravan was attacked. I've been told that's when hmm. my parents were killed. But like I say, I don't remember much. I see. Well, perhaps one day you'll be able to. To regain your, your life and understand what happened before. Perhaps. I'm more concerned about the future, though. That's a good thing to be concerned with, of course. Yeah, I have to figure out how to live with uh, people. Yeah. Of all <laughs> kinds. That makes sense. Of all types and personalities. Uh, and At least you are stuck with me so that you can get used to that. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> would, you, would you say you're fairly typical? <laughs> I would not say I'm fairly typical. I would say that most would consider me... More annoying than others. <laughs> ah. Ah. At least she's self-aware. <laughs> Explains so a you lot. Are at least, you are at least breaching the gauntlet here with me. After me, everybody else will feel very simple and congenial. Everyone pales by comparison, huh? Exactly. <laughs> well, actually, that's good then, I guess. I guess that's a good way to start out then. I would say so. Yes. <laughs> Uh, how's Juliana reacting to this conversation, by the way? Uh, I'd like to think Juliana's like somewhere like walking, you know, slightly ahead of them. And she's making a whole lot of expressions to herself as this happens. Like if you had <laughs> if you had like a rack focus with her in the foreground and them in the background, they would occasionally rack back to her and just be like, hmm, hmm, <laughs> <laughs> hmm, hmm, hmm. So she's she's basically just being a freaking audience member in and of herself, just privately. <laughs> <laughs> kind of nodding at some points and frowning at others. <laughs> uh, you're a reaction podcast. Um, <laughs> okay, so um, around noon, um, you reach uh, another one of those great big furrows in the ground, although this one is much smaller. And much narrower. It is like a skipping stone. And uh, as as Alana leads you along the um, the furrow, you eventually reach uh, a great big wooden. It's it's not nearly as cool looking as the ship. It's basically an oversized barrel. It appears to have been damaged and scorched by the fall, but is largely intact. Everybody, make a perception check. Twenty three. Seventeen. Twenty. Okay, you all hear noises coming from the inside. Are these your guys or the other guys? Alana's like, these should be our guys. Well, let's go release them then, no? Yeah, Juliana okay. just uh, sort of gets in her pack and starts to ready her healer's kit. 
Okay. Um, who's approaching the lifeboat? Uh, a cacophony will. Okay. Um, as you approach the uh, the end of it that appears to have like a little hatch in the side, you notice that the hatch is open and you can hear like little scratching noises from inside the lifeboat. Scratching doesn't sound exactly humanoid. Oh, God. Um, not more spiders. Uh-oh. <laughs> the cacophony is going to uh, kind of gently. Wait, you don't think there's going to be up? more spiders, do you? <laughs> Hey, she said sc- scratching noises. Julian, I'm not totally sure, my dear, but um, oh, that but we would should be just check. my I, luck. We just hear scratching, so perhaps prepare your weapon as well. Great, um, great, great. With that, cacophony gently opens up the hatch further to kind of peer inside to see what's in there. Okay, um, you can see a sort of humanoid-shaped hunch over, currently going through. It appears to be that they're just ripping apart packs and pulling oh. open uh, boxes and stuff. Uh, are you trying to be stealthy at all? Yeah, sure. Okay, roll stealth check. You got it. I'm stealthy, 25. 25, okay. I'm not sure I should bother rolling, but... Um... <laughs> Someone might get an at 20 or something. So. Yeah, I guess we can't rule out bad things that can happen. Yeah, roll to six. Okay, so you can see this thing um, currently ripping open cargo containers and emergency packs, and it appears to be a sort of humanoid woman, but very, very thin, very gaunt, uh, and has large wings and sort of uh, claws. Okay, Cacophony lifts up her hand and then falls back towards the group. Yep. Um, And she'll go to uh, Alana. Um, There is, and and very quietly, there's a woman in there. She has wings. She's very gaunt. Looks almost sickly. Is she one of yours, or is she a bandit? No, I feel like, I feel like I know if that was one of ours. That's that's not one of ours. (laughs) All right, well, she's ripping up emergency packs, so I assume we should stop her in that case. Is there anyone else in there? I didn't notice anybody, right? Just her? No, just her. Okay. I did at least not notice anybody other than her, but that doesn't mean that there aren't others deeper within. I'm not sure how deep these go. What was she doing in there? Uh, Ripping over emergency packs, uh, tearing out rations, things like that. She might be starving because she was, as I noted, very gaunt. You said this person had wings? Yes, but it was a very humanoid figure. We have draconians in this universe. No. Okay, great. Did she perhaps look like a hoppy? She did a little bit look like a harpy. Uh, in that case, she might be a harpy or a bit of a siren. Um, can sing Lurison. I think they're generally hungry. <laughs> Just generally mostly hungry. For, Many mostly things for are. human. Mostly for humanoid flesh, but you know, well, it sounds like we need to get it out of there before it starts ripping up whatever might be left in that pod. That is what I'm thinking as well. Uh, but we can we can get the jump on it if you could all prepare, and then I can rip open the hatch and we can go. Okay, so you guys are uh, positioning yourselves outside the pod? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. We need to draw it out, though. Otherwise, we could damage anything that's left inside. Well, I can start singing and attract its attention. Hoppies like singing. Yes, and you like attention. Great plan. Everybody I do. wins. <laughs> Okay, so uh, I brought the map up here. How are we positioning ourselves outside here? Uh, so Cacophony is going to be basically straight back from the hatch and most noticeable. Okay. Uh, Jillian is going to be around the corner of the barrel thing out of sight of uh, of the opening and basically lying in wait. Okay. Hmm. I'm going to take a position on the other side. Okay. Doesn't leave a lot of room for Alana, but she's taking position behind one of the uh, the crates but that's been yanked out of the uh, lifeboat. Cacophony, what's the plan? <laughs> um, so Cacophony is getting her veal out, and then she's going to start playing. And she's actually probably not bad. Hold on, let me roll a performance check here. 
She's not bad. <laughs> she's uh, she's playing her veal. I got a twenty just for just for our listeners. Uh, she's playing her veal, and as she's playing, she starts singing a song, um, which is, is it's an elvish. So Aviva actually understands the words, uh, but she seems to be singing into Juliana and Alana's ears. I don't know if they speak elvish or not. Um, it it sounds it sounds vaguely sad. Alviva can actually pick out the words, and it's a song about like uh, a lost love or a lost family, and not being able to go home to them and being separated by them. Aww. But she's singing this to attract attention. Here, okay. I was hoping it was going to be about poker faces and how one can or cannot <laughs> read them. <laughs> uh, shame on you. <laughs> Never. It's a disadvantage on your next roll. Um, no. <laughs> Uh, you hear scratching from inside the lifeboat, and the hatch opens up again, and the harpy kind of pokes her face out and squints suspiciously at you. And the moment she sees that you're, like, a person, she immediately hisses and jumps out to attack you. So I need everybody to roll Perfect. initiative. That's what we were hoping for. 24. 10. Mm, still looking. Hold on. Oh, you rolled a nat 20. A nat 20. Shit. 23. Nice, Vicky. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Nothing to it. <laughs> never seen a harpy living as isolated as i have been yeah like i said this is a very uh gaunt looking human woman um with big wings on her arms and also really long sharp talons oh so cacophony you have the jump on the harpy okay well first as a bonus action because i'm in the middle of playing i draw my uh, my bow across the string of my veal and i point to alviva and give her some bardic inspiration okay so alviva um when you make a roll if you don't think it's very good you can add an additional what is it a d6 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 yeah because of the music and the song that cacophony was singing um alviva feels a swirl of inspiration inside of her that she can do this <laughs> uh, as cacophony does this she Tucks her, tucks her uh, veal bowl under her arm, draws her blade, and she stabs it into the creature, or attempts to, anyway. We'll see how that goes. Okay. 15 hit? Uh, 15 will hit. Roll damage. Okay. 11 piercing. So she puts, she puts the bow, uh, tucks the bow down, draws her blade, and in one swell move, as the creature moves forward, slams it straight through its chest, and yanks back, and then splatters a little bit of blood on it. <laughs> Oh dear. Okay. Right right on her cleavage. <laughs> of yeah, course. That was, a, that was a decent hit. It's not quite close to dead, but it is pretty heavily wounded. So is that your turn? That's my turn. Okay. Um, Alviva, you are up. Okay. So close as I am, I'm going to use my short swords. Okay. So you can move right up in front of it. And just roll it normally? Um, yeah. Roll two short swords. Actually, you have advantage because the harpy hasn't uh, attacked yet. So, so yeah, get advantage on both attacks. Okay, 14, 7 slashing. Okay, 14 will hit, 7 slashing damage, and roll the second attack, also with advantage. Ooh, second, ooh the second ooh, one does nice. even more damage. 24, <laughs> dang. Yeah, 24, 9 slashing damage. Uh, so, yeah, not quite dead, very heavily wounded at the moment. I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so Alviva just comes around fr from around the corner, takes the two short swords, and just slashes out with both of them, heavily yeah. wounding the harpy. Up next is Alana, who is going to pull out the boom boom stick. <laughs> the what? The boom boom stick. We don't oh, have a word for that. Uh, yeah, we don't have a word for it. <laughs> okay, so she rolled a one, which is a misfire. Um, oh, so, oh, no. so it's so only a boom. 
So she she pulls it out, she points, she pulls the trigger, and there's like a click, and then smoke starts to pour out of the end of the barrel. And she's like, shit, and pulls I it hate back. It. <laughs> I hate it when that happens. <laughs> so on her next turn, she's going to have to fix that. Juliana, you're up. I am going to go for Guiding Bolt. Okay. Ooh. Roll it. Uh, 18. 18 will hit. Roll Ooh. damage. Uh, 16. <laughs> oh, God. <yes>. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you, if uh, it hits, that thing does... I, it takes 4d6 radiant damage. You point uh, your finger at this thing. Uh, divine Light comes out of it, and uh, you reduce the harpy to ash. Ethla be praised. Okay. Note to self. Next time, Juliana goes first. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, however, you do hear a shriek from behind you, and a second harpy starts climbing down from the hills behind you. Oh, for oh, crying out loud. Of course. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Cacophony takes the time to gently tuck her viol onto her back. Okay, uh, so the second harpy, it is actually currently its turn. Um, it was supposed to go on 19, but I messed that up. So uh, let me just check its movement speed. Yeah, it has enough flying speed to get right up next to Cacophony. Come on, baby. <laughs> And it's going to go in with two attacks, one with its claws and one with its club. Okay. Uh, that's a natural one, so it's not going to hit. <laughs> so it's very bad at this. It's not, it's not, it's 15. Does that hit? Uh, no, I'm at AC 17. Okay. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, that's its turn. Has okay. not seemed to do any damage to you. And Cacophony, we're back up at the top of the turn order. All right. Um, in that case... I am going to probably just going to shank it again. We'll see. As I look to see if I have any bonus actions I can cast that aren't healing word, but I do not. So I will just try shanking again. <laughs> ah! Oh, God. I just left the game. One second. <laughs> Gem Jammer, a real show. <laughs> Made by podcasting professionals. Okay. There we go. I assume 12 does not hit. Uh, it's AC is 11. 12 does hit. Oh, wow. Okay. These things are not heavily armored. <laughs> so the, the harpy dashes forward towards Cacophony, and Cacophony um, lifts her blade, and, and we'll say that's how she deflects the, the one claw that comes in. Uh, and then the club happens, and she just kind of ducks under it. And then she lifts up her blade and just uh, manages to get it on the edge of one of, the, one of the wings and kind of drags it along sideways. So seven piercing damage. Okay. Uh, it's a decent hit. It doesn't look heavily wounded yet. Ah. Alviva, you're up. Okay, I'm gonna get closer. I can do that, right? Yeah. Okay. And I've already got my two swords out, and they're already bloody. <laughs> so we're gonna do that again. Okay. Nice. This time not with advantage, because it has acted. So one roll. Fifteen. We'll say that's a fifteen for each attack. Oh. So that's eight slashing damage twice. Okay. So yeah, that's uh, two very, very good hits on this thing. Um, and that's your action, your bonus action. Uh, you're happy where you are in terms of movement? Me? Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. Okay. Staring this thing down right right in its face. It's now the Harpy's turn. It just took really two really good sword hits from Alviva, so it's going to turn its attention to her. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> First attack with the claws. Bring it on. A 12, which I'm pretty sure does not hit your AC, because it's 17. Next with the club, also a 12, does not hit. <laughs> so it kind of scratches ineffectively against your armor. Yeah, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> nice. 
Bring it on. Bring it on, Harpy. <laughs> okay, Alana is going to make an attempt to repair her gun. <laughs> 24, that'll repair it. So she's got her gun working again, but that took her action, so she cannot uh, do anything else this turn. Juliana. It's up to you, Juliana. Put this thing out of its misery. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, now you've cursed me. Oh. Um, I'm going to get behind the harpy and um and flank it, and then I'm going to uh use my warhammer to smash it on the backside, hopefully. Okay, roll it. Twenty-one. That'll hit roll damage. <laughs> Four bludgeoning damage. Okay. It's a good solid crack right against the back. Uh crack. she's not quite dead yet, but she's pretty close. So uh do you have anything you want to do on your bonus? Um, like the only bonus attack is anyone actually damaged right now? Um, no, no. yeah, <laughs> nope. Like no. the only bonus action I have is healing word prepared, so eh, I'm good. Okay. Uh, top of the turn order, cacophony. Okay. Well, in that case, cacophony is going to eye this 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 creature. Can I just say how much I love this visual image I have of all three of us just standing around, just hitting a harpy in a circle? (laughs) (laughs) It won't take much cacophony. Go for it. Well, I I, I was wanting to try something a little different this time. Just hit it! (laughs) (laughs) Dear, you certainly ran afoul of us. Oh, no. And I'm going to cast Vicious Mockery, so I needed to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Rolls an 18 against your spell saving throw, which I'm pretty sure uh, is 15. That, yeah, that passes. Takes um, no damage. Hold on, it's okay. Yeah, it takes no damage. Are you going for some kind of foul, like, foul, foul thing? Yeah. Like, because it's a, cause it's a, a harpy? A foul. You know, A-F-O-W-L, you know, a foul. Uh, yeah, see, yeah. I, so, I feel like that doesn't quite work because she's more like ladybird yeah. than bird lady. But Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And that is, that, that is probably indeed why my, my spell did not yeah. work. So, she, so the the harpy just kind of like cocks its head to the side and looks at you funny, <laughs> like it doesn't get the joke. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, not everything lands, and that is why we don't work in a vacuum. Oh, for crying out loud! <laughs> you so couldn't your just turn? kill it, could you? No. <laughs> no. no so, uh, is that your turn? That oh is my, my turn. God. Okay. I'll give you Okay. Okay. Enough is enough. I'm going to take my longbow and I'm uh, going to take a shot at it from really close up. Out, I will point that, out that's that, actually um, a, that's actually a disadvantage, so you don't want to do that. Yeah, why, why is that a disadvantage? Because if you're right up in front of a creature while you're trying to use your longbow, um, yeah. it is technically a threat to you while you're trying to shoot it. So it is you. You would have you'd still be able to do it, but you would have disadvantage. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I would I would use your swords because that's a double oh, so attack. Right. Working real well so far. <laughs> I have done real damage to this thing, which more than some can say. Aviva, <laughs> will you please bring us home? <laughs> hey, I've I've still done seven damage already. All right. With advantage or normal? Normal. Normal. Let's do this. Uh, uh, now might be a good, uh, well, I guess with six, it, that's a nat one. one. Don't I do this again? Yeah, yeah do you it do again. it one more time. Yeah, the first one misses. I was going to say you could use your d6, but that would be unlikely. <laughs> I think the, uh, 19, I think the harpy hit. was too confused by that first one. So it like, <laughs> it's like, what? It's like it's looking around and the rest of it's like, what do you, do you get it? So it just kind of like, so that, so that short sword, it just like moves right as, as she's slashing down. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, 19 hits for the second one. Uh, four slashing damage. Uh, it's not dead. It is oh, pretty heavily injured. <laughs> Up next is the Harpy's turn. Um, instead of attacking, it is going to start singing. So I need everyone to make a wisdom saving throw. Ah, oh, crap. Sweet. <laughs> oh, I'm not good at this. Oh, I got it. Am I hitting the right thing? Uh, wisdom underneath proficiency <laughs> bonus? Yep. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> uh, now might be a good time for you to use your d6. Well, because I... you did roll a five, and that wasn't great. <laughs> okay. Five. Five. Okay. So okay. that means you had a ten. That's better. Uh, ten is all, unfortunately not sufficient. Um, oh. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh-oh. So Uh-oh. I got yeah. 24. I got 11. And I got a five, and then I rolled another five, right? So yeah, total so got a ten. ten. Okay. Uh, so... Uh, Jillian and Cacophony successfully save against it. You can see hear the song sort of trying to wind its way into your head. Actually, I should roll for Alana, too. Oh, please. I sing better than this creature. Alana also saves. Um, Alviva, uh, the song sort of winds its way into your head and, and, and captivates you, and you oh. find yourself unable to really move or do oh, anything. Oh, I don't feel so good. <laughs> oh, help. I yeah, can't the, the, it's the nicest song you've ever heard in your life, and oh, you can't really do anything so but listen to it. Beautiful. This is so <laughs> beautiful. Oh, oh no! Oh, oh, oh. You, you had to ins- You had to try to insult it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, up next is Alana, who sort of like stumbles for a bit, shakes her head to get the song out of her head, then draws her gun on the thing. Do 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 do. It's a 24. That's going to hit. And that is nine piercing damage, killing the harpy instantly. Oh, dang! <laughs> yeah, where'd the music go? <laughs> so the song stops. Uh, Alviva, you now have full control of your faculties again as the harpy collapses dead to the floor with a bullet in its head. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! What'd I miss? <laughs> you have got to tell us about that thing. It's a gun. I'm actually kind of relieved that gunpowder works in this sphere. I'm sorry, sphere? Gun. <laughs> gun. 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 Wow, that, that sounds really stupid. <laughs> gun. Gun does seem like an uneloquent word, doesn't it? Gun. 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 Hmm. Good. Not a big fan of the word either. That's terrible. <laughs> Don't seem very reliable. They're not, but they do have their uses. And then well, she holsters the gun again. You can prove it to us another time. Or not. <laughs> she did just kill a harpy with it. Do you also have a word for this ringing in my ears that that thing makes? Um, that's just called a ringing in your ears. I don't... <laughs> I've heard it called tinnitus before. Tinnitus? Tinnitus. <laughs> yes. Now see, that it... sounds like a good word. <laughs> yeah, doesn't it? Tinnitus. Uh, see, there, there's, a, there's a role to tinnitus. As you guys are debating the semantics of this, uh, Alana climbs into the lifeboat. <laughs> Cacophony, Cacophony um, seriouses herself up, so to speak, <laughs> smoothing her hand over her face so she's now looking serious again. Oh my god! And then she, and then she moves that. to climb in after Alana. The inside of the lifeboat—it does just look like the inside of a barrel, with the exception that there's uh, some. I want to say combat webbing. It, it's a mesh. It's a fabric mesh against one wall that various things have been attached to. And it's various uh, emergency supplies. Uh, looks like packets of food, uh, healing kits, that sort of thing. And Alana just kind of pokes around in it and kind of frowns and then leaves the uh, the lifeboat. 
Uh, any sign of your companions, dear? Not yet. And then she goes outside and starts like poking around the um, the furrows in the ground around it. Um, if anyone wants to help her, that would be a survival or a perception or an investigation check. Uh, uh, well, Alviva, this might be good for I you. I was just going to say, you know, tracking is one of my... Uh... Uh, sk- well, should be one of my skills, having lived so long in the woods and with the animals and everything, but I don't see... Yeah, it's but not I- tracking, it's survival. It's down at the bottom of your skills list. Ah, good. Much better. <laughs> Normal roll. Yes. There we go. Ten. Okay. I'm going to sort of poke around the uh, the crash site as well with a with a survival check, too. I would like to climb on top of the barrel and survey the surrounding providence. I got a twenty-two. Twenty-two? And I got a 22 in perception from on top of the barrel. Okay. I'm I'm more just sort of trying to get a general sense of, like, the people, where they could have gone, like, if there are any signs of a struggle or anything like that. Less, less like, nature stuff, because that's not quite my shtick. Yeah, it's not your shtick. Um, so you're looking around, and you do see um, Cacophony and um, Jiliana. As you're poking around, you do see signs of some kind of struggle and then drag marks leading away up further that up into the hills towards the mountains. Isn't a great sign. Um, Alana. She comes over and <laughs> looks at them with you. Yes. Alviva, I think we've got a start of something. Can you figure out where this trail heads? I think it heads right up there into those them hills. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we did it. We did it. Yeah. So Alana says... If this is about, it's about noon now. Atlanta turns to you guys and says, I don't know how, how much further we're going to need to go here. Well, we're here with you, my dear. In for a penny. <laughs> Not that I know what a penny is, but you know what I mean. <laughs> in for a copper, in for a pound. There you go. That sounds like a good thing. Yeah. Ethla teaches us to never leave those who need help unaided. <laughs> and I have certainly never left a, uh, a someone who needs help. Oh. I, want, I want you guys to know that in my in my notes for this session, I put down word for word, um, cacophony is a busybody, so she'll probably involve herself immediately. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> there are certain and... things I can count on. Um, <laughs> so uh, you guys follow the tracks up into the mountains then? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yes. So you guys head out. So uh, you say something about a sphere? Alana. Uh, yeah, you, you managed to get Alana's attention. She's like, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I, I'm i not sure. Well, I guess we have time for an explanation of this sort of thing. Um, your world and a bunch of the other worlds it shares the sky with are encased in a gigantic, impermeable sphere, a crystal sphere. I see. And these are all joined together in a larger, it's like an ocean, really. Of, of stuff. And inside various spheres, different rules apply. Sometimes gunpowder works. Sometimes it's like a jewelry polish. Sometimes certain hmm. spells don't work. It's, yeah. So, I wait, see. how does this fit along with, with the planes? It's different. I don't know much about planar shit. I try to keep away from it as much as possible, but near as I can tell, it's all part of a material plane. That's just what the material plane looks like. And then there's like the heavens and stuff, and that's different. I see. Huh. That's odd. Well, in that case... So um, you're not from this sphere? No. Because you speak of this like it's a different place. Yeah. Where, where are you from, then? A different sphere. It's, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't know the name of it, so it's, it's just, it's hmm. different. 
Okay. Well, I'm pretty skeptical about all of this, to tell you the truth. You know what? That's fine. We're going to be leaving soon anyway, and you can go about with your lives. So your helmsman, hmm. does he, is, is this the same sort of thing as those on the sea? What, do they steer the boat? They, they use the helm, the spell jamming helm. It's, you need, you need to have magic to use it, which is why we can't just put anybody in the chair. It lets you, I, I've never experienced it myself. Tarak always said it was like his body became the ship and he was able to move it just by thinking about it, really. Hmm. And that's how it flies. Yes. We don't really know how the helms work. We just buy them off the arcane, and the arcane aren't talking about how they work. Hmm. I see. Huh. Uh, everybody roll a perception check, by the way. Uh, 24, not 20. <laughs> 20. 17. Okay. Uh, Cacophony, you notice that as you've been following these, these drag marks, they stop being drag marks very abruptly, and uh, hmm. they instead turn into steady, obedient footsteps. Hmm. Um, did, did you notice that your friends actually stood up around here and, and started following? And yeah, uh, Alana looks down at them and goes, oh, 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 no. Oh, no. Is, what's that mean? I think the Neogi might have found them. The what? I'm assuming the Neogi are the creatures in the other ship, but what are they exactly? They suck. They're the worst. They're, they're slavers. Ooh. They have mind control powers. Oh. Oh. Lovely. So uh, we're probably going to be dealing with mind control then. Yeah. How good are you guys at not getting mind controlled? Uh, you know, you, I you, would not say I am particularly adept, but in the grand scheme of things, things I, I could be worse. Are you saying you don't have like a non-mind control trick? Not that I'm aware of, though I am el an elf and we do have no, a no, tendency no, not, to... No, Alana. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I would say plug your ears, but that doesn't really work against the Neogi. Um, just, just be careful. You could have told us this before we started out on I this. I didn't you know. know the Neogi were involved. I'd hope they died. Uh -huh. Fair. Their ship exploded rather spectacularly. Okay. Well, I don't think I'm going to have much protection against this. Each of them can only like ensnare one person at a time. So, if if so if one of you gets caught, the rest of you guys punch them in the face. Because if they get hurt, yes. it's easier for them to resist it. Understood. So and we punch. Um, who do we punch in the face? The go the the Neogi or the guy that each other. The, the, each the, other. The one who got, you punch the one who got mind controlled. That's what I thought you said. You guys head. Juliana just starts like saying a prayer under her breath. <laughs> so you guys head further up into the mountains, and you see a sort of a column of smoke pouring into the sky up ahead. And as you approach, you see. It's not unlike the other ship that you saw crashed in the swamp, but where that one was a bird, this one is a gigantic chitinous spider. Oh, come oh. on! <laughs> <laughs> Again with the spiders. Always with the spiders! <laughs> you know, when you mentioned that there were spider people in... in in this setting, you know, I wasn't expecting we would run into them like one after another. <laughs> Cacophony, yes. can you cast any kind of a spell to make this spider look like something else for Juliana? <laughs> That'd be uh, great. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, my only spell that I can disguise someone with is myself. Uh, oh, okay. So don't turn yourself into a spider for me. <laughs> 
Okay, so there is a, uh, it, it, it is There's... crashed, it is on its side, and there is a hull breach down near the, uh, the abdomen of the spider. Now, I need you, and she turns to, to, I need you to tell me. Now, you have a ship that looks like a bird, but everyone in it wasn't a bird person. Now, I would very much like to know, are these, are, do, do the people that live in the spider ship look like spiders? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they don't look entirely like spiders. They got these big, weird eel heads on them. Oh, that's better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because there, if there's one thing I always loved when they came in from the fishing boats, it was when they just had the big nets full of eels. <laughs> <laughs> Eels, honey. Eels. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, do you guys head into the ship? <laughs> yep. All right. <laughs> Here we go. Once more into the breach, friends. Ethel knows that we are weak, and yet she asks for strength. I heard that somewhere. Ethel <laughs> knows that we are weak, and yet she asks for strength. So you enter the uh, the abdomen of the big spider ship, um, which lets you out into... It appears to be a very, very large cavernous cargo bay. A lot of stuff has been scattered all over the place because the ship did not land, it crashed. But uh, up ahead, you can see the slumped form of what looks like a person. Spider hmm. person? Nope, regular person. Well, they oh. seem to be breathing. This is the person we've been looking for, perhaps? Yeah, as, upon seeing uh. this, Alana rushes forward. Um, do you guys follow? <laughs> I want to look both ways to make sure we're not being watched as she rushes forward. Yeah, and very also, like, slow going forward like, uh, would be good. I will protectively flank her, so I will also be moving forward swiftly, but I'm going to be watching the sides. Okay. Um, everybody roll perception checks. I'm not very perceptive, am I? <laughs> 15. <laughs> You're just rolling really badly today. <laughs> really? Six. I got a 23. Juliana is on high fucking alert after all the spider <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um Cacophony and Juliana, um as you're approaching, you notice um uh, there are two humanoid bodies. Um one of them is a human and one is a uh half orc male. No. Oh. They are both very dead. And Juliana, because you're on high alert for spiders, you notice about 20 feet ahead of them is the huge bloated corpse of a spider-like creature with an eel head on it great 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 hey um spider spider person with an eel head yeah we got one of those those are worse why didn't why didn't you tell me they were going to be worse than what i was picturing in my head <laughs> <laughs> it is so much worse than what you were picturing it's got like these long sharp jagged needle teeth Ugh. oh how thin and delicate are its little spider legs <laughs> Very. Mm. <laughs> uh, it is dead. It does appear to have that going for it. Yeah, I don't trust that it's dead. <laughs> Those so are the Elena, sorts of things where, like, the abdomen always starts to, like, tremble. And then something bursts from its awful, awful stomach. Alana appears to be treading very carefully to keep herself as far away from the Neogi corpse as possible. And she... Uh, <laughs> She kneels down and she checks for a pulse uh, on the half-orc, and she's like, God damn it. Shit. She turns to you guys, this was the Helm's Master. This was Tarak. We, we can't get out of here now. How many other people you were aboard that pod? 
there were there would have been at least five people on the pod. Uh, this is two of them. There's there's three left unaccounted for. They they might be elsewhere in the ship. Cool. All right, so we'll look for them and see if we can't find them first. As you're talking about this, Jilliana, you notice that the body of the uh, of the dead Neogi is starting to shake a little oh, bit and twitch. Of course. of course, it always does. Hey, guys, the Neogi isn't dead or something in it isn't dead. Was it pregnant it. with spider babies? <laughs> Hit it with your hammer, Jilliana. <laughs> I'm not going near that thing. Three small scuttling bodies burst from the corpse of the oh, dead Neogi. No! Jeez. <laughs> Three small baby, little baby Neogi. <laughs> Everybody roll initiative. Ugh, they skitter. They're gonna skitter. They skitter. They do skitter. Ugh. Their main method of locomotion is skittering. <laughs> hey, uh, Cacophony, what did you get? I got a 16. Alviva, what'd you get? 23. Sweet. Uh, Juliana, what'd you get? 19. 19. Uh, top of the turn order is Elviva. You have advantage on all of these horrible okay. little spider things. Uh, well, we're pretty close for the longbow, right? Uh, yeah. I would say it's small enough that you could probably, like, it's not directly up against you. You could probably take a shot at it with the longbow, but the swords might be a better choice because they're very little. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, normal roll. Advantage. 24. <laughs> <laughs> that's five slashing damage. Uh... These, are, these things are unexpectedly beefy, so while you do get a really good hit in with the sword, it looks heavily injured, but it is still it is still alive. Okay. Uh, and you have a second attack with your sword if you want. Absolutely. Yeah, it'd be great if you did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a 12, which is not as good, but slashing is higher at 9. Yeah, uh, that's if it hits, that's the damage it does. But um, 12 is enough to hit because it is not a heavily armored little horrible little thing. Oh, So with okay. the second strike, you manage to... Uh, stab it right through and just impale it to the floor for a little bit before you pull your sword out. Nice. So that's one of them down. Yay! Now you can move up to the others or you can stay where you are. I'll move over so I'm in front of this other little one. Okay. So uh, up next is Alana who is going to draw her pistol. Oh, that, the gun. Gun. <laughs> yeah. gun. Uh, that's a 24. That'll hit. And that is 13 piercing damage, so Shit. there's one that's still tr crawling its way out of the uh, the dead Neogi's body, and she just manages to pick that off. Bing! There it goes. Up next is Juliana. Uh, I don't want to get uh, any closer to that than I have to, so let's go with... Um, I want to set it on fire. I want to do a sacred flame. Save with... A f it's a five, so I guess that fails. Yeah, um, then unfortunately, out of the 1d8 that I rolled, it just takes two. Two damage? Okay. Yeah, I'm shaking. I don't like this. <laughs> this pillar of light comes down from the sky, uh, kind of singes it a little bit, but it's, mm. still, it's still alive and skittering. Mm. I'm sorry. <laughs> and um, I'm going to like, I'm going to just sort of do an adjust a little bit more, so I'm slightly closer to it, but not that close. <laughs> Okay, Cacophony, you're up. Uh, I am going to adjust myself a step closer, just so I'm between it and uh, and Juliana. <laughs> uh, but this does leave me out of range, so I uh, need it to roll a wisdom saving throw, because I assume babies aren't very wise. <laughs> I assume baby spiders are even less wise. I would say that's a... Uh, is this uh, an attempt to charm it, or what? This is Dissonant Whispers. Dissonant Whispers? Okay. Yeah. Okay, roll the one. <laughs> 
Oh, excellent. So uh, Cacophony's lips move as if she's speaking, but no one hears it. But this spider, which hears kind of a discordant melody in its head, which I assume is something very catchy and obnoxious, like an earworm that gets stuck in your head. What is it? Um, What's the song? Oh, no, shit. no, 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 no. Uh, it gets stuck in my head. <laughs> uh, we're going to go with... I, I should do the one that your husband's addicted to, Annie. You mean Uptown Girl? Because he loves Uptown Girl. Uh, I could do Uptown Girl, or I could do Uptown Funk, which is what I want to do. <laughs> I deal 3d6 psychic damage. Shit. But that's nine damage. That's not a great roll, but whatever. Yeah, that's enough uh, to so kill nine... it instantly. You killed it with oh, Uptown okay. Funk. <laughs> I killed it with Uptown Funk, and if I didn't, it was going to flee. Yeah, so. It, it would have fled, except that you killed it. So it just sort of yes. shrieks and then collapses to the ground, legs twitching, until it dies. So everybody just sees Cacophony moving her lips, and then the spider streaks and dies. Wow, they were right. <laughs> Uptown Funk finally did give it to you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's disadvantage on your next roll. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, silence falls over the cargo bay as these horrible Ooh. chittering creatures. Oh, they chitter. Of course they chitter. Why wouldn't they chitter? Die. <laughs> <laughs> there is a door on the other side of the cargo bay that leads deeper into the ship. <sighs> the spider ship. The ship full of spiders. This ship shaped like a spider that's full of spider people with eel heads who make little spiders. Very good. <laughs> so heading that way so we can see if anybody has survived. Ethlyn knows that we are weak, and yet she asks for strength. Okay, so you head to the door. Um, how stealthy are you guys trying to be here? I don't want to attract any attention. Okay, everybody roll stealth checks. Juliana, you're in chain mail, so that's with disadvantage. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, 23. Oh, six. <laughs> two! <laughs> that's two nat ones. <laughs> Uh, this is gonna go great this may be the end of the show you guys <laughs> yeah really <laughs> Jeez. I am, okay. I, i'd like to think that i'm trying to be stealthy but like i see like something in a shadow and i just sort of startle and that makes all of my mail just sort of jingle jangle <laughs> yep yep and that happens every couple of feet yeah you're uh you're clanky yeah what's my problem I don't know what happened with you. Maybe you stepped in a bucket or something. <laughs> <laughs> clonk, clonk, clonk. Jeez. Okay, so uh, you guys head down the uh, head down the hallway. There's a long, narrow hallway that stretches down ahead of you towards what you're guessing is probably the bow of the ship. There are doors lining the hallway, and one down at the end of the hall, and a. Uh, Alana seems to be focused on that one, but you can start opening doors if you guys so choose. And remember, you may know you rolled really badly for stealth, but your character does not. That's true. Cacophony <laughs> keeps shooting everybody dirty looks for some reason, but no one is really sure why. I'm being so quiet. I just want to get in and out of here as quickly as possible. So if we could just take no detours, that would be spectacular. <laughs> we we do have to check to make sure none of her uh, none of her companions are down there, which is why we might have to take detours, dear. <laughs> Sidebar: the inside of the the Kestrel, the other ship, is it was very much like a sailing ship. It was wooden. It was sort of it was cramped, but it was homey. This is metal and black wood and the sort of weird chitinous material that appears to be holding everything together. The inside yep. of the ship is distinctly sinister. Great. Great, 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 great. 
I'm having a fun time in this in this make pretend adventure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm setting the scene, Annie. <laughs> it's the theater of the mind, Annie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I thought clerics would be a lot more zen about life than uh, this one. Nope, those are monks. <laughs> oh, okay. Hi, Tempest cleric. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, what's the plan as you guys are headed down the hall? I'll kind of sneak forward, see if I see anything. That way I can kind of help Juliana out here by stopping any sideways motion so she doesn't have to go down certain hallways and spook. Juliana is spending a whole lot of time just sort of saying, like, what must be, like, the entirety of the holy book of Ethla under her breath. (laughs) (laughs) So, Cacophony, you're headed up ahead? Yeah, I'll head ahead. Okay. um, Are you opening any of the doors on the way or are you just headed for the door at the end? I will quietly open up some doors on the way and peek in. Okay. Alana is re- recognizing that you're taking the lead on this and she's hanging back a little bit. So um, you said you're opening doors? Yeah. Okay. So you very quietly nudge some doors open as you go. These appear to be mostly, um, there's a door that's an armory. There's a door that appears to be a holding pen for some kind of very large creature that thankfully is not there at the moment. Oh, good. It's not there. <laughs> Uh, some appear to be quarters, and you eventually push open a door, and you see sort of two humanoid bodies piled up, just kind of left do, there like they're garbage. Do they look like they're—I assume they're not breathing. They're not breathing. They're dead. Okay. And there's nothing else in there other than the two bodies? Nothing else other than the two bodies. Okay. I pause looking in there, turn around behind me, make eye contact with Alana, and then hold up two fingers. Okay. And she- then point towards her. Yeah, she looks she looks distinctly disappointed at that. And then um, she had said that there were four others we should be looking for. Three, three others. Three others. Okay, so that was just two. So there's one more that we have to yeah. find. So um, I, I look in there. I kind of gesture and kind of mimic lifting something and look back at her to see if she wants me to get them or just leave them there. She kind of shakes her head and points for you to continue. Okay, I continue down the way then. Okay. Uh, eventually, you do reach the door at the end of the hallway. Okay. I quietly peek inside there. It doesn't open like a normal door. It slides open like, uh, like it's a sliding door, but you wouldn't know that because you yeah. live in a fantasy world. But um, yeah. you managed to- like a barn door. <laughs> like a barn door, sure. But you managed to uh, slide it open a little bit. And you see uh, in front of you, there is uh, another chair like the one that you saw on the bridge of the Kestrel, except this one appears to it. It looks shittier. It's got spikes on it. It appears <laughs> it appears to have like a general, like a general like aura of malice about it. Okay. And it uh, looks like it would also give you a really bad backache. I'm would, assuming it's not yeah. comfortable okay. to sit in at all. It's not made for people legs. It's made for spider legs. <laughs> it actually does not. It does not look like it's made for spider legs. But uh, oh, beyond That's the even chair, weirder. Beyond the chair, sort of circling it and muttering angrily, you can see an adult-sized neogi. It appears to be poking and prodding something that's on the helm itself. And you uh-huh. see the helm light up a little bit and the ship shudders like it's trying to take off and then stops because it's obviously too heavily damaged to fly. And with that, the uh-huh. neogi starts muttering and swearing again as it keeps poking and prodding at whatever's strapped into the chair. Can you have the neogi make a wisdom saving throw for me? <laughs> Is this uh, a charm effect? Uh, I am actually not sure. One second while I double check. It's a divination effect, so no. Okay. 
DC is 13. Uh, roll to 14. Okay. Well, in that case, I, nothing really happens other than my medallion of thoughts is now down one chart. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. That's right. You have a mind reading medallion. I do. <laughs> um, so after a moment, I gently slip back and I'm going to fall back towards the group. Uh, there's a neogi in there circling a chair and it keeps kind of prodding at something in the chair, which I assume might be your other fellow. We have to, whoever it is. Yes. We have to get them out of the chair. That's a life jamming helm. It it doesn't use magic. It uses, it uses blood. It uses life force. Oh, gosh. <gasps> okay. Um, yes, we should oh, certainly God, do that then. I imagine we can get the surprise on him. I can go forward forth, uh, first and, um try to attack the attention i suppose while you two can well all of you three who have the stronger attacks can strike next does that sound good oh this thing just keeps getting worse <laughs> uh, just just prepare your strongest strike jilliana understood <sighs> and her her she holds the warhammer in her hands and just kind of rings her hands around the handle <laughs> uh, jilliana you can you can squash any of these spider people i feel no. it Ooh. And bardic inspiration. Have a one d six to any roll of your in your ten minutes f- of the future, Annie. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. So, Cacophony, you're going first. What's yeah, the marching go order first. here? It's a very uh, narrow gonna, hallway, so it's like single file. Yeah, I'm going to go first and just try to dive in and be super dramatic to attract attention from the spider beast. Okay. So Cacophony's up first, so you're just bursting through the door? Yeah, I'm going to burst dramatically through the door to try and attract attention away from my fellows. And then dive to the side. He is surprised. All right, I'm going to dive to the side, and then... Well, I'm going to establish the marching order here first, and then we'll roll initiative, okay? okay? You got it. That's a good call. Can you do something for me, Mac? Yes. When Cacophony bursts through the door, I want her to shout like, Ha ha! Just like you got it, basically like that, like that whole bit in Monty Python and the Holy Grail, where Lancelot is just sort of wandering through, <laughs> slaughtering and screaming. I can, yeah, I can do ha ha, and then on God, fiend, and attack it. I love okay. it. Okay, thank you. Okay, so, I'll do it. Um, who's next uh, in the marching order? <sighs> I'll go. <laughs> Poor Jill. Like I said, it's very crunchy in here, so it's single file, which means this could get ugly fast, but we'll see. Alviva, do you want to be in between Juliana and uh, Alana, or do you want to be walking drag? Do you want to be in the back? Well, actually, I'm not terribly stealthy here, so... Yeah, but you don't know that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay, um, I'll be between them, yeah. Okay, and then Alanda is bringing up the back. Oh, yeah, this is going to get crunchy fast. Okay, so uh, everybody roll initiative. Cacophony, what'd you get? I got a 15. Juliana, what'd you get? Uh, that was a 5. Alviva, what'd you get? 20. Top of the turn order is Elviva. Um, you can, if you want, uh, hold your action until it's much, much less crunchy in here. That probably uh, makes sense, yeah. Actually, if you we, if you want, we can start the initiative order with Cacophony, because uh, it is entirely dependent on her du- ducking in. And the Neogi is surprised, so while yeah. it would technically go before her, it can't do anything on its turn. So we're going to start with Cacophony, where you burst through okay. the room. Uh- I burst through the room and I immediately cast face step so I can teleport right behind the spider and I bring my blade down into its carapace. Cool. Uh, roll your attack. Right, I'm going to try anyway. Does this get advantage due to surprise? Um, no, you're not a rogue. Okay. Got it. Damn. Okay. 21. I assume that's oh, hits. Oh yeah, that'll hit. And five piercing. Five piercing. So uh, with a snap, cacophony rather dramatically just seems to disappear from in front of everyone and a moment later appears right above the spider and just slams her 
her rapier down into its carapace and then yanks it out again after cracking it open. Okay. So she is now out of the way. Okay. So up next is Juliana. <sighs> I hate this. I hate this so much. Okay. Cacophony, by the way, when you teleport into place, you see that the creature seated on the uh, on the helm is not a human or a, really a humanoid. It is it is a little tiny gnome sized lizardy creature. This is a kobold. Oh yes, please. Kobolds are cute. I'm gonna go within melee range of uh, of this spider. Okay. Mm. I hate this so much. <laughs> <laughs> so you're gonna hit it with the war. Yeah, hammer. I'm gonna hit it with the war hammer here, and fingers crossed, twelve. I just double check the AC here. Oh God, what windows? Where are they all gone? Oh God, <laughs> my workstation. <laughs> We're good. Everything's fine. 15 is the AC. Damn. So you miss. That's the noise she makes when she hits it. <laughs> you do manage to hit it, but it just kind of harmlessly bonks off the carapace. Ugh. Ugh. Oh, it made a oh, it made a noise. It made an awful noise. And it just noise. turns and hisses at you with its long, horrible teeth. <laughs> <laughs> does it have like does it have those those like mandible things? No, wait. Uh, it does not. It's got an eel it head. Have, You're it right. It does not have pedipalps. That's It just one. has horrible eel teeth. Great, 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 great. great. Is that your turn? <laughs> yeah, I think that's my turn. Okay. Oh. Uh, Algiva. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to rush into the room over to the, well, north of this thing, whatever. Okay. Yeah, there we go. And I'm going to use my two swords. Okay, roll your attacks. And it has not acted yet, so you do get advantage. Okay. There's the first one. 19 hits, 9 slashing damage. Oof. There's the second one. Oh, shit. 16 hits, 4 slashing damage. So, slash, slash, and it's... It's not dead. Not dead. <laughs> it's a boss. It's beefy. It's beefy. <laughs> um... <laughs> okay, uh, that's your action, your bonus action, uh, and your movement. So I think you're good for your turn? Yeah, sounds like it. Okay, Alana's going to position herself to the northern end of the thing and then take a shot at the Neogi. Right through me? No, she's going to very nearly dodge hitting you. <laughs> I'll duck. That's a 23, that'll hit. <laughs> and it's eight piercing damage. So still alive, heavily wounded. Uh, it is now the Neogi's turn. It's going to look around at all of you, very, very alarmed. <laughs> and it is going to, uh, who did the most damage to it? I think that was Alviva. Oh, yeah. yeah, so Alviva, yeah. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom. Yeah, that, that is an 11. Uh, the DC was 14, so you failed the wisdom saving throw. Oh, no. So you are now charmed by the Niyogi. Um, oh no, I feel so charmed. <laughs> this, thing, this thing must be obeyed. And in fact, you hear its voice winding into your head. Oh. Um, and on your turn, it is going to give you a command. Oh. If, you are still, if you are still charmed by it. <laughs> Oh, I'm so charmed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Cacophony, you're up. What I'm going to do is I'm actually going to cast a second spell. I'm going to cast, um, I need it to make a wisdom saving throw versus my spell DC. Okay, is this a charm? Uh, Actually, I don't know. One second. Oh, it is enchantment. I should just stab it instead because I know my charm. I'm going to do it anyway. Whatever. Yes, it's charm. Okay. Advantage. DC 15. It's going to hit no matter what, so I'm going to go ahead and roll damage. Well, it rolled a six and a three, so... Oh, so I get full damage. Okay. So this is Dissonant Whispers. So, oh my god, I'm so bad at this roll. <laughs> um, so it does take it does take five damage. Yep. 
And uh, it also wants to move as far away from me as it can, um, because Cacophony again moves her lips. And as she's moving her lips, um, the Niyogi actually hears, Just dance. It'll be okay. Just dance. Okay. Spin that record, babe. It's going to use its reaction to try and run away. However, it running away involves leading the attack radius of both Jiliana and Elviva. So you both get a free attack on it as it's running away. Oh, that's what I was as hoping for. As ensnared as I am by this charm? Actually, no, you're charmed, so you don't get a free attack. Uh, but Jiliana does get a free attack. I wondered about that. Yeah, I'm going to go for it. And Cacophony, I think you also get a free attack because it is leaving Excellent. your attack radius. So both of you roll an attack it. on it. Jiliana succeeds on the attack. That's a 16. And four bludgeoning damage. Which kills it. Um, <laughs> Yay! <laughs> yeah, yeah, Just yeah. to add some help, I'm going to also shank it for 12. Jiliana, describe how you kill kill this Niyogi as it tries to run away from you. Oh, it starts scuttling, and uh, it, it as it turns, I think it's going to head for me first, and then it keeps, and then it turns in its rotation, and basically tries to brush fast, and I'm like, no, oh god, I hate it, I hate it, just wheels around with her hammer and just smacks it right on the head. Juliana, it's okay. <laughs> and it crumples to the ground, very, very oh, dead. Oh, yay! And once again, I say, oh, oh, what I miss? Okay, <laughs> Cacophony steps forward, just stepping on the carapace and crouches in front of the kobold. Uh, yeah, and, hold um, on, hold tries on, to see hold if there's... on. Can someone make okay. sure that there's not any babies in that one? <laughs> Cacophony stomps on the stomach a few times. <laughs> there do not appear to be any baby Niyogi inside okay. the adult Niyogi. Cacophony then s- squats in front of the kobold and tries to see if there's some way to gently extract it from this torture device. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's strapped in, but it does not appear okay. to, like, removing it probably won't kill it. And at this point, Alana okay. also comes up and goes, don't hurt him, that's Finn, that's that's our cook. I'm not planning on hurting him, dear. I'm just getting him unstrapped from this. Juliana, could you heal him, please? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, yep, yeah, that's fine. I can do that. That's 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 actually that's in my wheelhouse. That's a thing that I can do. Here. And she just sort of like, well, trying not to look at the spider, she just kind of reaches over and like pats the kobold and uh, uses cure wounds. And Cacophony unstraps the straps and gently gets them undone. As you lift him out, uh, the kobold returns to consciousness, sort of blinks, looks around, sees Alana, and then uh, signs something at Alana. Oh. And Alana signs back, and the kobold seems to relax. Cacophony gently puts Finn down once he once he's out. She makes sure to put him away from the spider so he's on the ground closer to Alana. Okay. She uh, immediately picks him up <laughs> because he's little and he's hurt. Is is uh, are you all right? And Juliana just sort of looks at Alana. Is is he okay? He should be fine. We we should we should get back to the ship. Yeah. Of course. And we get as many of these bodies back as we can. Anything would be great. For the sake of brevity, uh, you guys managed to get the bodies out of the ship. Uh, are you guys going to make any effort to destroy the ship as you leave or just kind of leave it? I would like to make an effort to destroy yeah, the ship. Yeah, that's cool. I like, I like that. Is there a self-destruct mechanism? Make an investigation check. <laughs> okay. Twelve. You poke around the ship for a while. You don't find a great big red self-destruct button, but you do see a couple of things that look pretty explosive. She's going to try and get those all set up near the front because she knows that's the uh, piloting mechanism and that seems a great thing to destroy. Okay. And uh, once they're all set up, I actually did note several times that my preparation for the day was actually firebolts. (laughs) Uh, 
and I would like to stand back away from Firebolt. I can I can do that from up to 120 feet. Okay. So I'm going to step very far back from this and then cast Firebolt and then dive off the ship. Okay. Are you on the top side of the ship or are you inside of it? I am definitely it? on the top side of the ship and I'm going to flip off. Okay. It's all very dramatic as you guys see Cacophony, who's been doing some weird shit in the background while you guys were moving <laughs> bodies. All of a sudden you okay. see the, the, the head of this spider just explode in a gigantic fireball and Cacophony very dramatically backflip off of the ship. Roll a dexterity save for me, Cacophony. You got it. 14. Okay. <laughs> should she be should she be running in slow motion? <laughs> Cacophony does not quite stick the landing. She kind of stumbles a bit <laughs> as she goes. But then she poses very dramatically in front of you guys. Juliana applauds. Still wearing my vest. I meant to land yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> Still wearing my vest, which has somehow not opened from my breasts. No one knows how. <laughs> magic <laughs> double-sided tape um definitely double-sided tape oh that was, of it. thank you that was that's very nice his his head went in so many pieces <laughs> absolutely my dear in this way they can't follow us and they're all dead indeed <laughs> and any of the word dead they're burning to death right now ah <laughs> uh, juliana's dark juliana uh, <laughs> has juliana knows what spiders deserve <laughs> I'm going to make a nice spider. <laughs> just just a nice spider character at some point. We can have a we can have a very good, very special episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh you guys make your way back to the ship. Uh while you guys were gone, Mr. Hurst managed to roll the kestrel back onto its feeties and <gasps> repair some of the most severe damage to the hull, so it does appear to be uh flightworthy. Feeties. Minus the fact that it does not currently have a helmsmaster. So I'd like to think that over like the day and a half or so that we've been going back this way, we've like talked about the Helmsmaster problem a little. So you actually need a Helmsmaster then in order to leave. The ship won't fly without someone who can cast spells flying. And none of, it's, it's, none it of you are spellcasters? magic. No, I mean, Tarak was, the captain was, Mr. Hurst, Finn, me, none of us know any magic. I see. I would note that all three of us can cast spells. Juliana is quiet for a while and she kind of mauls over that, like, overnight. However, I, I do have a question concerning this, uh, Alana. Are you able to return to previous spheres, exactly? Yeah, that's it's you gotta find a portal through the sphere itself, but you can travel between them fairly easily. I see. So, uh, a little more time passes. <laughs> you guys make your way back to the ship. Mr. Hurst is overjoyed to see all of you, but especially to see Finn, who he calls his little buddy and then pulls him up into a big crushing oh, hug. Oh my god, I love Mr. Hurst. He's oh, so cute. <laughs> oh, gracious. <laughs> Finn also appears to be happy to see Mr. Hurst and is eagerly signing back at him. Oh, that's so cute. And at this point, uh, Mr. Hurst says, well, Captain, ship's ready to go. Uh, if, if, uh, oh, where's where's Tarak? You don't, you don't have Tarak. And the Lana point says, yeah, well, um, we... Finn was the only one we got out. We sort of have him. Yeah. At this point, Mr. Hurst notices all the bodies and goes, oh. Okay, I'll get those on the, sh on the, on the, on the ship, I, I guess. And he goes and he just like picks up like almost all of them in one go and carries them into the cargo bay. Oh, oh, my heart broke a little. Poor Mr. Hurst. Poor giant hippo man. We love you, Mr. Hurst. <laughs> <laughs> Where will you go now if you, if you could? This is Alana yeah. talking. We'd probably go... There's a spaceport in this sphere, not too far from this world. We could probably hire up a crew and get some repairs to the ship done if we could get there. 
Hmm. I am willing to go, though I will need to come back at some point. You'd, you'd be willing to fly the ship for us? Yes. I, but as stated, I will need to come back at some point. Oh, of course, of course. I mean, honestly, like, if we can just get to the spaceport, we can hire on a new helmsmaster there and bring you guys back right away. Show us how it works. That sounds excellent. Um, Alana leads you up to the helm itself and says, okay, uh, whichever one of you wants to fly it, all you gotta do is sit on the helm. Jilliana, like, raises her hand to volunteer. Uh, all you, Jilliana. Okay. Okay, so you're sitting down on the helm? Yeah. Okay. You settle yourself into the chair, and it is it is not a or very ornately carved chair, but it is comfortable to sit in because it would have to be because people have to sit in this for hours at a time. But the moment you sit down, drain one of your highest level spell slots for me, please. The highest level spell slot you have right now, burn one of them. Okay. Okay. And as, as you feel it, you feel the, the ship connecting to the source of divine magic inside of you, and all of a sudden... Your consciousness expands out to the ship itself. You can see the swamp from the deck of the ship, like the deck itself is somewhere you're standing. The ship itself feels like an extension of your body. And you realize that with a thought, really, in a matter of seconds, you could leave this world. You could be in space. Oh. 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 <laughs> How? Up? Okay, the ship rockets upward very suddenly Whoa. up into the upper atmosphere. The air thins out, the clouds around you disappear, and soon you are in utter darkness, the stars of the void sparkling around you. Oh, fuck. Gem Jammer is performed by Kit Walker, Annie Creighton, Mackenzie Weaver, and Vicky Sharon, and edited by Jake Mason. Our character art was concepted and illustrated by Rio, who can be found at vriosart.tumblr.com. Our cover art was illustrated by Canary Witch, who can be found at doodlesfromthebird.tumblr.com. Our opening and closing music was composed by Reckoning Storm Audio Works. You can find us on Tumblr at crookedrussiancam.tumblr.com and on Twitter at gemjamcast. If you enjoy Gem Jammer and want to support both this show and other projects, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash thegemjam. You guys, while this is happening, I need to inform you that, so my other cat, Aika, really likes to rub her face on things. I think not just as a marking thing, but just because she likes the feeling. She rubbed the door closed, and now she is desperately pawing around the edges of the door trying to get it to open again, because she doesn't realize that she is the instrument of her own demise. She has locked herself in the office. <laughs> Aika, you little dummy. Yeah, I know.